are you? How the heck are you? I'm going to do a podcast. So let's get a little deeper into your story, shall we? Who are you? How about that becomes a sticky wicket. <laughs> you know, what's your juice? <laughs> let's get back on track. You've got a lot of things to come on. What is it that you're curious about? You know, what you like, let's crumble up some falafel for you. Boom, 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 boom. It's been a whirlwind for you. What is it that supercharges you about this? Lots going on, lots coming up. Or is that too many stuff? Did I ask too many questions? No, not time? too many questions. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to Mind Your Own Business, the Chamber Podcast. I'm Mo Bellavo. I'm your host, and this is where I get to chat with um, chamber members, entrepreneurs, uh, thought leaders, business professionals as to who they are, what they do, and more importantly, why they do it. And um, before we get started here today, I want to give a big shout out to a big thank you to E Media. We are in their studios. They're doing the filming and recording for us. They make us look and sound fabulous uh, month after month. And I want to thank especially Jeff Mastriani. He is the executive director here at E Media. Jackson Foote, our production coordinator, and Tim Riley is operations manager. So thank you guys for all that you do behind the scenes and making us look fabulous. So this is episode nine and I am so excited over the moon to have with us today Lystra Blake, co-owner of Community Food Engine. And I'm going to hand it over to Lystra to give us a little background as to who she is and then we can find out about what Community Food Engine is was and is going to be moving forward. So Lystra, how the heck are you? I'm great. Thank you very much, Mo, for <laughs> inviting me to this podcast. And I want to add my thanks to the folks here at Eve Media for mm. everything they're doing to make this possible as well. Yeah. Um, my name is Lystra Blake, and my husband and I are co-owners of what was formerly Mill 180 Park, mm -hmm. which was one of Community Food Engine's initial business. And we are now CFE Farmstead. And we can talk a little bit about what we were and mm -hmm. what we are now. In many ways, it's it's a progression of, of where we were yeah. uh, initially. Um, Michael and I came to East Hampton when our daughter was about to start high school. Mm. And it was around that time that we really looked around and thought to ourselves that a lot of people today, especially young people, seem to be very anxious mm. about life. Let me just back up one quickly. So you are not a resident here in East Hampton. I have an apartment. So you're part-time resident. I'm now part-time. Yes, I'm not a full-time resident. Okay. And I'm less so than before. Before I lived up here. Yeah. When Mill 180 Park was very young. Um, busy and young. And my husband traveled back and forth. Mm -hmm. From? From Virginia. Okay. To, okay. To, to spend some time with me. Yes. It was really sort of interesting now that I am living more in Virginia. The first thing some people around me ask, how is it living with your husband? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like, right. I know. I know. Well, because you guys spent, uh, spent a lot of time apart. We did. Yeah. We did. We still have um, 
we still have our apartment and a home here. Mm. Uh, one of my sons live in East Hampton. Okay, great. So we we are still affiliated mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. with the area. So you split your time. We do split our yeah. time, and um, so yeah, um, okay. and and I'm excited about what uh, about it, it hasn't changed. So let's back up and let's let's talk about what was when you first came to East Hampton. Tell us what was your, you know, your impetus for for being here. What was the business model of the time? And then we can go. The impetus for being here was really my daughter came to school up here. She Uh came to boarding school up here. And my husband, who is really into buildings and architecture, saw the mills and thought, wow, this is really great. And in particular, what we've seen about a lot of the old mills around the country is that they're being converted to high-end retail and apartment complexes. Mm -hmm. But here in East Hampton, they were really being redone for the for everybody to use mm. you know every and they weren't destroying it mm. they weren't necessarily letting it go to waste to, um, to, to ruin and we love that and in particular we liked what was happening at um, 180 Pleasant Street which mill 180 which is where mm-hmm. we ended up to open our business right. that's the impetus for deciding to open a okay. business sure up in <laughs> so far yeah. away relatively so far away from home and uh, and we really loved the mill, right. and we redid everything. The, when we got there, the mill was just was now being done. It was a barren, empty. Right. Place. It was at the very infancy of what it is now. Exactly. Yep. The entire building. Yep. Um. So we raw space. Raw space. Yeah. R- right down to. Um, power washing the pillars yeah. and the ground and putting cement to try to make the floor even. Right. All of those things were things that we did. Which is no easy feat because it's such a large space. Yes. Yeah. That's what we did to rebuild it. And we we're happy that there's so many very talented artisans in mm-hmm. the area that we were able to use a number of those folks to do the woodwork, the cement work to build the 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 sinks in the bathroom, the mm. counter for mm-hmm. the bar, the floors, a number of things that we we were able to tap into the very rich talent mm. in, in the area. Yeah, even your furniture. Even the furniture, the furniture, yep. the ground, everything. Yep. Um, and, uh, and our little mushroom house, mm. which we, we love, everything was really handmade and handcrafted. The turf, right. we put on turf to have a, the, an amphitheater right. look. So we designed, and with help from the lo- from local uh, artisans, we built that space. Space, and the space became an indoor, an indoor hydroponic park. Yes, an indoor hydroponic place, and it's interesting what people get out of the word park. Mm-hmm. When we thought of a park we really thought of a space for people to come in and gather mm. and meet. Um, the One of the reasons we came up with the idea of the park in the first place was, as I was saying earlier, and as we, we were thinking about it, is people, are on, people don't seem to be happy. They seem more anxious and my husband, who is a great fan of Central Park, mm. said, you know, there was a similar situation back in the 19th century 
that gave rise to the urban park movement and the creation of Central Park, where people, where the city wanted a public space Mm -hmm. so that working class could come in and relax Mm. and recharge. And also for New Yorkers to have a place where they can meet and meld. Mm. People from all different walks of life will have a space to meet. Mm -hmm. So he thought, why don't we do that? It would be a great idea for us to do that, recreate that public space indoors. Right. So we decided to use modern day technology Mm -hmm. to create that space. Mm -hmm. And we used, so we decided on hydroponics for, to create that greenery that we have and we're growing plans indoors hydroponically. And it is truly beautiful. And also we were working on our software. Uh-huh. Um, which we continue to work on in the software was to help manage and run the space. The farm space. The At that point, the it was the space. park. Yeah. yeah, the growing space. Yeah, yeah. And the growing space. The green stuff. Yeah, the green, but it wasn't just the green stuff. Mm-hmm. In addition to growing the hydroponics, we have a full bar and restaurant. Mm-hmm. So we were using that to even keep track of things like inventory. The, the software was going, was helping right. us to do that. It was all aspects of running mm-hmm. the space, mm-hmm. running the park. We were wow. using the we were using the software, and we've been testing it, and we've been doing that for a while now. Right, several years. And the and the greenery that we have, in, in addition to being just aesthetically pleasing, we attempted to use as much as possible in our food and drinks. Mm. So whether we're using um, making pesto Mm -hmm. um, or using the herbs in our cooking, making shrubs and everything in our drinks, we were growing, making the place nice and green and using it, using the stuff that we grow as well. Right. Um, It was fun. Yep, yep. So what, um, so that was your previous business model. And so what, what, was the so and then COVID comes along, right? Mm-hmm. And then so what was the um again I use the word again the impetus for the change of model? Like what was that creative spark that hit you? And then we can for the need for a change. Does it, that make sense? Yeah, it does. The same assessment we did, the same looking around at life around us, and decide back in 2014 that we wanted to do an indoor space. At that point, we thought, oh, it's social media and the lack of face-to-face interaction. Mm -hmm. That's why people just Mm -hmm. don't seem to be that happy. Mm -hmm. After COVID um, or during the pandemic, and in particularly after the pandemic, it was, you found people were even angrier and less happy than even back in 2014. And the, and you read a lot about more mental health, me- mental health diseases, the increase of drug use. And it wasn't simply because, it didn't seem to be because more and more states were legalizing it. And uh, you drive and there's so much r- road rage, mm. everything, people just seem to be so much um, more unhappy, and then and then you also look at the Great Resignation. Everybody seems to be lo- le- leaving their job, and we thought, you know, it may not just it may not really be social media mm. as we had originally thought. 
We think it is simply that people are just not happy mm. in what they're doing every day. Mm -hmm. And since for the most part, we spend so much of our time working, then we're thinking, you know, our jobs, certainly our jobs are not making us happy. And we thought we should do something about that. Mm -hmm. We should come up with a way to get people to be happier in their job. And that's where the software the, the mm -hmm. software, which we've been testing, by the way, all along, mm -hmm. even while we are closed for during the pandemic, mm -hmm. during COVID, we continue to work behind the scenes on the software. We we kept our employees the entire time. We mm -hmm. they were they worked full time. They, well, they were we, we didn't get rid of our employees at all. Mm -hmm. They stayed with us and we adapted the work and the things that we were doing. And in mm -hmm. many ways, we then started focusing more on the software and to the extent that now um, Michael has two patents, one uh, for hydroponics specifically and one more generally for the software, the hydroponic and using for software and, and one for the for the software in general. Wow. So we're we're really going forward with with that and 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 just having fun with it. Right, right. And hydroponics is becoming more and more more and more folks are doing that sort of thing, so there's a market for that sort of software to... And the so yeah, there is, but you, and one of the things about, what we see about hydroponics in general is that when people think about hydroponics, they think, oh, it's just too hard to yeah. do. It, it, it's too hard, it's too expensive. Mm. And people who get involved in hydroponics, they are set it up and forget it. They don't, they're not involved, everything's automated, mm. and they don't have... That's not what we we want to do with hydroponics. The the the, the term I, I hear tossed around my home is participatory community. So we want to use the the software and hydroponics and plants in general to build a community, co a community okay. with people being yep. involved. Mm -hmm. So. We've never thought that hydroponics is that just so difficult mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of things that they originally tell you to do about hydroponics, I understand. Um, you can do it a lot simpler. So a lot of people like to grow. They mm -hmm. like to grow things and they like to get their hands in the soil. They want to be part of the growing. When hydroponics, you can be part of the growing process. Mm -hmm. And the other thing about it is you don't need a lot of space. Mm -hmm. And you don't you don't end at the you know there isn't that end of the year growing season. You right, can do it's it constant. All, you can do right. it all year round, and we're using the software to give people the opportunity to, to tell people how to manage the plants. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they'll say, this is what I need to do. This is how I'm. If this is happening, then do this mm -hmm, type mm -hmm. of stuff. We're hoping to have a community of, of people who use the software and they can talk and communi communicate with each other. Right. You know, look at my plant today. Right. This is what's happening right. with my plant. Anybody has any idea of right. my plant is looking really, right. is there any help? Right. That? So people talking and engaging, yeah. it has to be engaging and fun. Right. It's not just doing it and doing it in isolation. Right, right. So that's one of the things we figure the software can can also do. Okay. And we're using it in, in the farmstead yeah. as well to grow things. So tell me now about your new model. The, the new model is very much based on on using the software to make 
life fun and engaging. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. And as complicated as that, mm-hmm. although I, I think having fun should not be complicated. No. Um, and uh, so we continue to be open to the public because mm-hmm. it's such a beautiful space. It is. And it's a great place for people to come in and mm-hmm. relax. And we have our full bar and, and the everything. And the restaurant is still there. Okay. Um, it, 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 we have a smaller staff and we're doing things on a, on, right. on a smaller level, but we are open two days a week. So give us the name. You went from um, Mill 180 Park Mill 180 to? Park to CFE Farmstead. So now you're a farmstead. Now we are a farmstead. So, we okay. are growing. Mm-hmm. We continue to grow. And since we're open fewer hours and fewer days to the public, we are really able to focus on the growing and the software yep. and things behind the scenes. Yep. So we're really enjoying that. Um, and we're growing the plants in different media, mm-hmm. different hydroponic media also. Mm-hmm. So there is the water and there is the the cocoa core and, uh, yep. and all of those different things. So we're using our our head farmer and mm-hmm. using, is as having fun experimenting and mm-hmm. using it. But we were also putting things in soil. And he really has a love for tropical plants. So he's growing a lot of tropical plants, again, in different media. Um, okay, so it's not soil. strictly hydroponic. It's not strictly hydroponic. And wow. it also give you the opportunity, <clears throat> we're testing the opportunity um, seeing how the different plants grew in the different media, yeah. whether it's soil or hydroponics. Mm-hmm. And also, um, there's always been, you need this really super sterile place mm-hmm. for, for hydroponics. Mm-hmm. How, do, how are things growing when you've got soil mm-hmm. and potential soil-based um, pests mm-hmm. in um, certain among the hydroponic right. um, plants. So so we're we're doing that and one of the things for our CSE is we tend to give a plant as part of our CSE oh, nice. um, uh, uh, among other things. So we're really growing, it's beautiful in there. Um, so now tell me what this means for the, for, for the general public. So what does that mean? You're a CSA, so how do we get engaged with you now? Well, there are a couple of ways. First of all, come in and see the space. Mm-hmm. We're also- What days are you open? We're open right now. We open Wednesdays and Thursdays from just five to nine, five to nine thirty p.m. On Thursday, we seem to have a couple of groups that come in to do board games. Oh, nice. Yes. So, um, but people are slowly coming in, slowly trickling, and I think part of it is they don't know we're there. Number one, right? And also, for so long, it was a place, a thing, something it w- else. It was something else. Yeah. And it is less um, a park for the kids to come and run around. Right. Um, kids have always been welcome. Right. But it is, it is, we put, when we had to put away the games and the toys for the most part during the pandemic, right. we decided we're really just not going to bring them out. Do this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. We weren't so it's different. It's changed model. It's yep. changed. Yep. It, it's, it's changed. And you know, <clears throat> in the whole process, one of the things we always wanted was to make evolved, sure people people happy, mm-hmm. fun, um, and we tried. We were always experimenting with different things. So, for example, we 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 ha- we were in hospitality. We had a restaurant and bar, but our our employees were full <clears throat> salaried. Mm-hmm. They were not. We didn't have tips. We right. didn't. No, no. So we we tried to do something like that. Why do people have to have tips? 
I think there are reasons why um, it may be necessary, mm -hmm. but we are always trying to find different ways of doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things we really learned was how hard it is to be in hospitality, yes, how it is. difficult it is to deal, to work with the public. And none of us really had that much engagement yeah. with the public. Yeah. So all of those things helped us when we were focusing more on the software and how and now finding ways with the software to make people's lives more engaging and more fun and also to let people see the joys of of hydroponic mm -hmm. and being able to grow things which plant growing plants always so it requires patience it's always so soothing if you don't have your own animal as a pet, you know, it, it's great to see the growth mm -hmm. in a plant. Yes, it I is. mean, it, it's different, but it, it <clears throat> helps to make, I think it, it brings happiness as right. well. Um, so, so I think at the end of the day, what we're about is continuing, uh, it's just really continuing to find ways to make people's lives Happier, sure. more fulfilled, and more engaging, and more, and more community. And we're using the, the the space to do that. Mm -hmm. And so you're calling yourself a CSA. So what does that mean? You you offer we can buy a share. You can buy you? a share. It's and what online. Does that look like? It the even one of the I think we have one of the CSA shares. Yeah. a photo of it online on the website, mm -hmm. and we've put it out on. Um, in social media, yeah. So it is, and because it's all year, it's it's rolling. So it's we have three month, three month, and six month shares. There are forms on the website. You go on and the page, the CSA page. There are forms on the website um, that you can sign up. Mm -hmm. And every two weeks, people come in and they pick up their farm share, the CSA share. And, and it's a combination of, of greenery and herbs, and we tend to putting other things that we make uh, grow in make in the in the space. Uh -huh. So we've done a couple of uh, tropical plants during during uh, the the shutdown. We got into making soaps, oh, so wow. we put in some uh, you know soap in some of the CSAs. So it is. It's our herbs and greenery and things we're growing as well as some of the other um, components. And some miscellaneous, yes. uh, I don't wanna say random, but miscellaneous um, item that you may be looking into, like, oh, maybe we could try making this. Or yes. maybe we can, I see. The, and that's fun, right. Things to show that all the different things right. we, we can right. do Right, so it. it may not be something that you'll have consistently, but you decided to try it, and so now your CSA folks can try it too. Yes. And it comes and goes depending on what you're Yes, is exactly. Now, the, so the CSA is one of those things. The space remains open, and we're also looking at um, ways to. I don't want to use the word partnerships. We don't have partnerships, but what one of the things we've done along the lines of both our software and hydroponics is we 
were asked by Chester Elementary School in Chester, Massachusetts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to help set up a hydroponic program for their schools. Oh, so it's a learning experience so for the students, right? It, at the, at the at, exactly. So it's, now, do they come to the to your space to get that education, or do they want something that they can set up in their facility? In their it's new. One of the things what we've done so far is we actually went to the space and set up. So at their, loca- at, at their, their location, at their location, exactly. It. Yeah. So that the students oh, nice. were, are the ones who would be taking care of it. Nice. Yes. That's exciting. Exactly. And so that's huge engagement. It is. Yeah. And, and we're and, and a farther reach. Yes. And talking about further reach, yeah. We've we're we're talking to a a school, and an, another side of the country, that. They describe the student base as, let me see, gifted and with different learning skills, Mm -hmm. different learning methods. Mm -hmm. So we're talking to them to see how the software could help in in their learning as well. Mm -hmm. And... Some of, you know... don't even want to get into the technical discussions about the software at all but it is people learn different ways and it's adapt we have we're looking at a lot of different users Mm -hmm. to see how people would use it how it would be good for them Mm -hmm. and and in particular as you know a lot of what we have now are and it is an influx and a growth of it during the pandemic warehouse workers and everything you hear about warehouse workers, and I know that we always see Amazon warehouse workers, but it, they're not the only ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where giving them more money is not making them happier. Mm-hmm. They think that their work situation and their work in general is not fun. So again, is to figure out a way uh, yeah. to make the to make that make them more engaged in what they're yep. doing and more fun and thinking more of goals that they're accomplishing and how to gamify it rather than thinking of it as a a task to get through yes exactly how how do you engage Mm. in these otherwise boring routine tasks how so it seems to me which is a beautiful thing you're you and michael are providing your employees or even other folks who perhaps get involved with your software their employees opportunities to tap into their creativity yeah and their discover their art, right? Yeah. So as opposed to, you know, working with paint or clay or whatever, you know, some folks work with spreadsheets, some folks work with hydroponics, some folks work with, that's their art, mm-hmm. right? Art is very broad, has mm-hmm. a very broad definition for me. Mm-hmm. And so um, it seems like that's what's kind of exciting to you is that opportunity, that opening up someone's mind to that possibility. Yeah, and bigger other possibilities. Yeah, and and also to not see any of the things that they're doing as oh here I go again. Yes, that's what yes. you know. It's yeah. not here I go again. And any even things that you do and you really enjoy doing it generally, wouldn't it be great to like throw a little oomph in that? How yeah. do I how do I do the same thing that I do and enjoy doing a little differently? Yeah, and how that will be, we don't know. We can see it in certain in certain specific, like we're using it now to test the the software for the plants and trying to build up a, a community around growing plants yeah, yeah. Um, and starting hydroponically. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
in time, we actually hope to, first of all, the, the space is open up and when people come in, it's more, they're coming in primarily and they can see what's there. And because we're not spending all of our time- Learning. We're spending our time learning and because we're not spending so much of our time taking care of the public. Managing. Managing the public and the hospitality component yep. of it. We are able to, when people come in to talk about what we're doing, to talk about you the can plans, educate. we can educate. Mm -hmm. And in time, we actually do hope that we could have Hydroponics 101 oh, for yeah. people of all ages, totally. hands-on activities. Right. But for now, people can come in and ask those questions. Right. They can see what we're doing. Nice. And and we're happy to, to talk about it and say, you know, you can do this too and right. you can do it at home and in the middle of winter when you look outside and you're the it's all barren and oh man if Have only I can get my hand in the soil right. and think of you know you can you can continue to grow indoors. have you had um many inquiries from from the local schools to come and take a little field trip and we haven't we haven't had that, that as be. yet and I will tell you we really only opened up in December oh okay so we so everything so is really new Yes, okay. exactly. So it's very new. We're trying the, to get the word out. Lots of possibility, though. Yes. Lots oh, of possibility. Absolutely. So how has your team adapted to this change? I think they love it. Oh, good. I think they love it. Um, they're, not, they're not just doing hospitality. They're doing things, and they say, you know, I, I feel that like there's a purpose for what we're doing. They see the goal. Yeah. And they're working towards a goal, and they're loving it. Good. They, it just—it's—it's—it's it's it's just—it's also more relaxing. And yeah. when we can get our our workers, yeah. you know, like they weren't unhappy. Maybe uh, I don't know, right. but they weren't necessarily unhappy. But you see more excitement yeah. about what they're doing now, and mm -hmm. feeling that they're doing something meaningful. And I—it's and, great. And there's a, it seems like there's a lot of permission too for initiative. They have greater agency yeah. in what it is they're doing. Love that. Yes, there is greater agency. Mm -hmm. They can suggest they're working on, you know, testing the software, running the the bar and restaurant. What it is they want to serve, how mm. they want to serve. They have greater agency mm -hmm. in what they're doing, and th and that's great. Mm -hmm. And not that's one of the problems I think a lot of people don't feel. They feel that they're doing what they're told as yeah. opposed to having a say well, in what they're doing. but you know what, doing. it's interesting too because I think as human beings we've it, we've been in that place for so long mm -hmm. that we've grown, although it doesn't feel good and it's not really very comfortable and we don't necessarily really like it, but being told what to do, it's what we, what we know. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of our default. All right, I'm just waiting to be told what to do. And then all of a sudden you have agency and opportunity for initiative and creativity and it almost, it's it's we've lost touch with that and we don't know how to use it so it's you've giving them freedom to exercise those muscles which is really nice mm -hmm. i know yeah. the interesting thing about agency also i think is that you can guide people to accomplishing what it is you want them to accomplish mm. but giving them enough choices on how to do it mm. so that even though the agency isn't just you just do whatever you want however you get choices right as to how you want to do it well and i think that gives i think that a little a little structure like that helps us get through that uncomfortableness of mm -hmm. oh now i can be creative right mm -hmm. so that 
helps to take that away. And over time, it just kind of kicks in and it's mm-hmm. a gorgeous thing, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and there are a number of people who have other challenges with how they learn and how they work and being able to, to figure that out mm-hmm. and help structure it in a way that you are, they're being given the choice and at the same time being guided. Yeah. And, and little choices. They don't have to be huge choices. Right. There's some little choices. Right. But yeah, well, I think that's... those are the easier ones to yeah, start with. And I, think that's, and I think that's where we are with our, with the, the employees yeah, now. Yeah. It's Your that they, 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 it's more engaging and they're having more fun with it. Nice. Uh, so you just started uh, started in December, mm-hmm. so it's four months mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Has, how has the how has the um, response from the public been? It's slow. Mm. It's been slow. Uh, um, we have, uh, as I said, we have a, a couple of groups. But has it been positive, or there, is it? Are they like, what's going on here, or? I think I get less of that now. I, I do think people are still questioning, and that's something for for us to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, is Mill 180 Park open or mm. not? What is Mill 180 Park? And I, I used to get a lot of those inquiries mm. uh, through the website. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe I've addressed a lot of them, and I don't get those questions coming in mm-hmm. anymore. Um, but again, I think we do have to do a better job at getting the word out. And woe is me. I'm no. actually at this point learning social media. Yeah. Learning. It's a foreign language. Mm-hmm. And I speak two foreign languages. Believe me. So, yeah. um, but even, you know, it's sort of like when, when you get to my age, Okay, I'm retired, so I can say that, you know, this is my, I retired from one job that I absolutely loved. Um, and now I'm doing this, you know, there's no real retirement, I'm never retired. No. Um, my husband said something, and I keep looking at him like, uh, but he said, you know, he feels that when you're young, he says a lot of people say that you should take risks when you're young. And he's come to the conclusion that when you're young, you should do what you need to do. You should start. You should have a family if that's what you want, and 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 enjoy your life and build and learn skills and 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 things like that. And when you get older, if you can, rather than just retiring and just sitting back, that's when you should be taking chances. Mm. That's when you do those things mm. that you didn't feel safe doing when you were younger. Um, which again keeps you engaged mm. through you know Whatever. that second part <laughs> of your life, right. that next step in your life. So I'm sort of like, oh, and he says, no, no, no. If you can afford to do it, right. okay, he understands that. But he says that's when you should be taking risks. Mm. Not but a lot of people say, take it when you're young. He said, no, no, no. I think you should just grow, educate yourself, learn, figure what you like, Learning what you don't like, right? Figure what you really like. And, and do those things. And then when you get older, that's when he believes you should be taking risk. Mm-hmm. And then you don't just retire and sit like a lump mm-hmm. or, or you think you, he doesn't believe that. He feels, he is always learning, mm-hmm. right? He's, he's always actively going. Right. And, um, and he thinks it's just a healthier way 
to live you know right now his goal is you know can i break x he, he's continuing to run can i get to this point that i right. was when i was that age right so that's his goal for the summer nice yes good for him yeah as long as he doesn't try to convince me yeah that's what i want to do well i i, I i'm on that same little track that michael's on um my husband and i took a running back up last year and so now instead of one uh, 5K race, we have two scheduled for this year. So Ooh. hopefully we'll get through that. Nice. But, you know. Yeah. I'm not a spring chicken either. <laughs> uh. um, so what advice might you give to someone who is, you know, they have their business and they're like, this is just not working or this is not what I envisioned mm -hmm. or, or whatever, whatever brings them to the point where now they're considering changing their model what would you what would your advice be to those people i would say that first of all i think people should always be aware of what their goals are they mm. should know what their goals are the goal. and they need to be flexible enough mm. to adapt yeah. including if it's not working you gotta you gotta bail mm. you need and i would say that we we as much as we learned a lot from having the park, it wasn't what we envisioned. It wasn't your initial... At all. No. It, it wasn't. It, and it wasn't that it wasn't working, because it certainly was. It just mm -hmm. wasn't what you had envisioned exactly. from the onset. So you had to take a step, you took a step back to say, how can we redirect? Right. And I think we, we recognized that fairly early, mm. but we did not act on it. Mm. However you act, including if it is, you know, I don't mind doing this. It's not what I mm. wanted, but I don't, but you have to stop, give an assessment and don't, and don't throw more money into something that's not working for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've right. got to be flexible enough to adapt and change and let go. If that's what if you decide that's mm. what not what you want to do but you shouldn't be afraid to do it you shouldn't say i'm committed and i just have to go down this path right and and i think that's i yeah. think that's a, and you should all you also that's should part all, of growing though it isn't is it? part of growing you know learning yeah. and growing and understanding and if you need to, to make a change then you make a change yes yeah it, don't get so rigid exactly yeah. and also really try and continue to do things that you believe in and you enjoy because then if you're enjoying it, it just isn't, it, I know it's cliched, but you're not feeling like you're working. It's not a chore. Right. And I, I spend a lot of hours and I'm like, okay, I'm learning social media. Mm. And my, my son said to me, mom, you really need to have a personal Instagram account to really see how it works mm -hmm. rather than just doing it. And okay, eventually I'll get there, <laughs> you know? but I know what I need to do yeah. to make it happen because right. yeah, I am going to be using uh, digital mm -hmm. for marketing and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And it is learning it because I want to reach our goal and I want to reach more people. Right. And how do I do it? Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm not afraid to, to learn and I'm not afraid to say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. So, and, um, and it's fun, but I got to tell you, it takes time. It does. <laughs> it takes, well, people don't, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of time. To manage it and to do it well. Yes. And thank God we don't believe that we think sleep is a waste of time. Ah. So, <laughs> you know, it's, we, we really, I'm better at it, but, um, 
two o'clock is kind of our. Oh my God, go Lystra! Like no, 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 no! Oh my as, word! As we say, it's not how long you sleep, but how good the sleep is. I understand. And when we, but do, I need. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. All this glamour that you see here. Yeah. This is not a six-hour job. This is a ten-hour job of glamour. <laughs> oh, I need, mm. you know, eight to ten. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not into that. I'm into just roll out oh. of bed and go. Um, but we really do. We're up late. Oh, we're we up I'm, late. I'm early to bed and early to rise. Yeah, well, we're not that early to rise. I mean, we're up by eight. Oh, I've got you hours. Yeah, right. Could but then I don't go to bed until around two. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm well into slumberland by then. Yeah, but but uh, yeah. and So do you have any, um, like, a little uh, immediate plans here for the future that you might want the audience to know about that's coming up? Um, any any plans other than the CSA, or is, at this point you're focused? That's a focus. You know, the CSA is just one. The CSA, the CSA, I would say, is the physical is is what you see physically about what we're doing. So that's some physical manifestation. That's the exactly restaurant, right. The bar, exactly. That's a physical manifestation yeah. okay. of what we're doing. Right, and we really are inviting people to come, come in and learn come in and sit and learn mm. um and what we're also really doing is we really are into growing and the plants and we in, we would love people to come in and talk about it ask you know what we're doing mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, because now we have also more time to talk mm -hmm. about it mm -hmm. so it's a physical manifestation of the space mm -hmm. how to enjoy the space and what we're doing with the space but then we have a lot of things that people are less aware of. Mm -hmm. And one of the things, in, in terms of the fun things we're doing, and I will throw that out there and I have to work on the on our website to do it, we came up and talk about engaging people mm. and hopefully in things that they enjoy. We have a new blog. We have a plant blog, mm. right? It's called plantlit.com. Oh, nice. And it invites people to write blog stories. Oh. Just write about houseplants. Ah. Okay, so just go on and say, oh, I want to, you know, see the few that's there and we're continuing to work on coming more. So to, to engage them. So it's an invite to write. It is an invite to write. I I'm, like that. Yeah. So that's one of the things that's out there. We're loving it. Cool. And uh, and I got to tell you, I, you know, it's, I, I actually have a haiku on there. Very short thank god that's mm. what haikus are all about right. but you know just to bring out that inner creative yeah. self and just talk about something you like growing plants there your you husband's so we go. have that we have that to engage folks and talk about it nice um fun yeah yeah and um and meanwhile though michael is cooking up a storm and baking and i look at him and think who do you think is going to be eating that right and um and we joke and he says you know it would be so good if we had a place where we can sell baked goods oh we do don't we yeah, ah, yeah. but nobody's coming <laughs> yeah yeah well they will they will because the the restaurant is alive and well yeah you can come and have a nice glass of wine yes. or a nice craft beer yes. or a mocktail with the shrubs yes which is lovely, all very reasonably priced. priced. So yes. everyone, it's accessible to everyone and everybody mm -hmm. gets to have a try at something they may not have tried before. Yeah. And which I know you're all about. Mm -hmm. And uh, where can people find you? 
We are still at the same location that Milwaukee Park was, mm -hmm. 180 Pleasant Street. We're mm -hmm. on the second floor, mm -hmm. Suite 217. Um, it's just Online? come on over. Sorry? Can they find Online? you? Online. Yeah. We're www.cfefarmstead. But if you go into the Mill 180 Park website, it diverts you, directs okay. you immediately to the farmstead. Okay. Both, um, if you were to do it on Google, you look for yeah. to see what Mill 180 Park is, and um, and yeah, and we could we get inquiries still for events, so we're we're in we will continue to do events oh, as right. they come up. Mm -hmm. Um, and some pop up events here and there. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the other thing. And the other thing that we really are reaching out to is again as we talk about it being a community space one of the things and this may be a good opportunity for me to do it is doing a shout out to artists mm. because we participate in the arts walk oh okay and great if Art artists walk. are looking for a space to show their stuff just you know contact us through the website so we i'm doing my shout out to artists we're there great and um and we are a great space For, yes. for you for you to come in and and enjoy show. and show sure. your work and that was something we we always used to do we always had but we're we're back but now you're back that. as of december back. Back. as of december we're back, back so, in action yeah so we're up with the arts walk we have the space for food and drink it's a great game to place to come in have your book club have board games bring in your own you know bring it bring in your own board games and have your own group come in and participate mm -hmm. still doing events and plants 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 nice plants, plants, and Yay. see and one of the things you guess which is a hydroponic plant versus what's a soil-based plant why don't you check that out uh -huh. guys and of course we have the csa good 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 well congratulations on your new adventure i see beautiful sparkles in your eyes so very exciting and i want to thank again uh east hampton e-media for uh, hosting us and making us look great um, if you want to know more about them you can check them out on easthamptonmedia.org um, the chamber if you'd like to know more about the chamber it's um, easthamptonchamber.org and you can listen to any of our past podcasts either drop the mic or uh, mind your own business either on the e-media youtube channel or the chamber youtube channel and like us share subscribe And I think that's it. Peace out. Thanks. Thanks, Lestrade.